hello. Welcome to episode 91 of Sacking's Therapy, the season finale episode of Sacking's Therapy. And of course, he's got to be here for it. Fall. Oh, yes. Got to be here. Yeah, so the season is finally over. Game number 72 against the Utah Jazz. The Kings do not lose by 50, but only lose by 22. Uh, I'll be honest, <laughs> not not much to this game. Like Kings came like came out hot. They I think they were up uh 25 to 13. And that was basically the high point of this game because Jazz immediately go on a 15-0 run uh to lead 828 um 25 and they never look back after that yeah i mean from what i saw from the jazz is a lot of just quick buckets you screen you shoot the three and it goes in so you know it is how it is we couldn't answer back but you know we didn't really have any anyone to like compete against a i i'm, I'm gonna guess only donovan mitchell was out Donovan Mitchell, I think, was the only one that was out. I think, yeah, they, they had everyone. I'm uh, not going to look at their, uh, I'm going to check their, uh, what's it called, their injury report real quick. There's, the only other guy that says inactive is Elijah Hughes. Hmm. Okay, um, the only guy on their injury list is Donovan Mitchell. And, uh, yeah, there's no real update on when he's going to be back. And, you know, if I'm going to be a hater on the Jazz, like, you know, I don't. I, of course, they gotta prove it that they can do this in the playoffs. Like they hit, they hit 46% from three. Like, it, are they gonna be able to maintain that in the in the postseason? I don't know. Is Donovan Mitchell gonna be able to play? Uh, you know, after you know missing so much time, who knows? I'm gonna be a bit of a hater and just say I don't think they're gonna go very far in the playoffs because I'm a hater. What do you think? First. First game out or uh, second round out? So this is interesting. The Lakers are in the play-in. If they lose against the Warriors, they drop to the eighth seed, basically. And I, I imagine they're going to win whoever the Grizzlies or the Spurs are. I don't think they're going to have any problems with that. If the if they play the Lakers, I think they are out in the first round, the Jazz. Mm, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, too. I mean, Lakers are... A really great team, but we'll see about that uh, LeBron rolled ankle that you have mentioned earlier during the game. Yeah, uh, hopefully LeBron is okay because I really do want to see him just roast the Jazz. Like me and you were talking about it, uh, Rudy's only real weakness is that he can't really guard the perimeter. And I'm going to be just laughing my ass off when LeBron just, you know, for you know half the game just goes, hey, hey, Rudy, come, come, come out here and guard me. And if he doesn't, and you know, if he's gonna blow right by him or hit a three right, right in his face, or if he doesn't do it, well, I'm just gonna lob it up to AD and just have him abuse uh, whoever the hell, you know, switches on to him. So that's just that's just me being a hater. But yeah, overall, like not, not much to this game. Like I, I didn't, I actually missed <laughs> a portion of the game because I totally didn't check uh, when the game started, which shows you how much I cared about this game. I mean. I cared. I sat through it. It's just that didn't really pay attention to most of it either. So <laughs> I guess it's a win-win or lose-lose for us. 
in, in I guess, positive news for you tanking uh, advocates, the K- the Kings do, I think, let me just check if Tankathon has updated it. Uh, they have not updated their records just yet. So I think we're basically going to be locked into the 10th spot uh, for the draft lottery, meaning we got a 13.9% uh, chance of getting in the top four or uh, 3% of getting number one overall pick. We're basically in the exact same spot we were last year. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, you know, you pray for the lottery gods, and uh, hopefully they reward the Kings for not just tanking the season. I mean, yeah, I mean, we got Tyrese out of it. Hopefully Monty knows uh, a player around that spot that, you know, we could pick up, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's a good one. Again, like, I will temp, temper expectations on just like if you're if we're picking that 12 again or like the 10 area, don't expect it to be a Tyrese esque player just because that I think that's a once in a lifetime find. Well, not once in a lifetime, but like once in a few draft find. Like Tyrese was an incredible pick that somehow dropped at 12. But you know, you know, fingers crossed. Maybe we get you know in the top four and like. I love Scotty Barnes. Like, I'm really into Scotty Barnes. And, like, again, I've talked about Zaire Williams. Those guys are all good. We need a wing guy. And I hope that's what Monty is going for. His history tends to say that he will go for some sort of wing. Oh, we shall see then. Uh, Okay, well, yeah. um, The only other notable things from this game is that uh, Ramsey had a nice lob and transition to the fourth quarter. And Kyle Guy... Misses a windmill dunk. Yes, Kyle Guy tried to windmill dunk that shit. And honestly, he had it. Um, it just happened. It just, you know, unfortunately didn't go in. But, like, I didn't know he had hops like that. Yeah, wait. How how tall is he? Is, is he six feet? He's, like, six feet. Six one at most. He's tiny. Yeah, I mean, he, he really did try. And, you know, we loved the attempt. <laughs> Yeah, everyone on Twitter was just like saying, yeah, he, at least he tried. Yeah, he's listed at 6'1". <laughs> um, yeah, he nice. got up there. Unfortunately, it just didn't go in. I wish it did. That was actually pretty amazing. Uh, that's basically all I have for the game. Uh, anything else you want to talk about during the game? I mean, other than that, then to say, I guess, happy birthday to Terrence Davis. He actually turns 24 today. Yeah, congratulations to Terrence Davis. Hopefully, you know, he's a king next year, but... Now, we shall see what Monty does in the uh, upcoming offseason. Yep, we shall see. Okay, well, yeah, so as you guys can tell, that was not there was not much to talk about during the game. I mean, it's the end of the season. Like, it doesn't hurt or help us either way if we win or lose this game. Um, I, guess the, I guess the thing I do want to talk about is that the offseason is approaching. And there are, I guess... You know, now the Kings have to make decisions on who they want to keep and who I guess they're going to let go. So I'm going to just kind of read to you the unrestricted and the restricted free agents. And I'm going to ask you at the end, whether you think they're going to be back or do you want them back? And do you think they're going to be back? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go through the names first. Rashawn Holmes, uh, unrestricted free agent. We do have his early bird rights, which means that we can sign him. We can re-sign him before... Uh, I think he hits free agency, I think, is the rule. Uh, Mo Harkless, 
Uh, he is an unrestricted free agent. Hassan Whiteside unrestricted. Terrence Davis restricted. Kyle Guy restricted. And Louis King a restricted. He is on a two-way, so we'll see how. The, I'm not sure how two-ways work. Same thing with Kyle Guy. I don't know how that mm-hmm. two-way works. But, yeah. Yep. Very quickly, let, let's go through the list. Rashawn Holmes. I I would love to keep him. Uh, I'm wondering for how much though, because I don't want to pay too too much, but I'm I'm gonna assume maybe between the 10 to 15 mil range. If we're willing, if he's willing to take it, I, I, I'm willing to keep him. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I really want to keep him. But, you know, the reality is he is, you know, very much undersized for the center position. And I just wonder, like, is that really the guy you want as, you know, your full-time starting center? And just seeing how he's gotten injured as well at in both seasons, like, towards the end, toward the end, like, it's it's kind of wear and tear on his body because he's guarding guys that are bigger than him who are very physical with him. Like, can he hold up? But, you know, I've, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. If he's around, like, 10 to 12 to 15 million, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo Harkless. He is an unrestricted free agent, meaning he can basically just... He can basically get any offer that he can get. Um, I, Yeah, so do you think we should bring him back at, let's just say... Give or take, let's just say 5 million. Actually, for that price, I wouldn't mind. I he, I mean, he is a good locker room guy. Uh, and also, he has that, like, uh, I guess you could say grit and grind in him that he plays pretty hard while uh, he's on the court. But, you know, I, I wouldn't mind if we let him go either, to be honest. I mean, it, for five mil, if he accepts it, of course, I wouldn't mind him back. So I did kind of look at our roster, and this this is kind of the realization I kind of come to. Let me know if you agree with me. If we end up drafting a wing, let's just say you know you know best case scenario, we get K Cunningham. Mm-hmm. You have to trade Barnes at that point because you can't really play Barnes. You can't play long, Barnes long term at the four. It's just not a really a. It's gonna wear him down. So my thing was, you kind of end up having to trade Barnes if you do end up with a guy like Cade or like one of their top tip, one of the you know the top tier wings. So like, in that case, like and especially with kind of the emergence of Louis King, I'm not sure we need Moharkless. Mm-hmm. Of course, you always want like another veteran wing option. And yeah. if he's willing to come back for, you know, a very small salary, why not? But I just don't, I just don't think there's enough like room for another kind of wing right now. It's like to me to play meaningful minutes. If Mo is willing to just kind of suck it up and like understand he's not maybe not going to play a whole ton of minutes every game. Like, sure, I'll, I'll take him back. Yeah, now that you mentioned that. Yeah, he's probably going to be most likely in the third unit if that's if that's the uh, scenario we're going to go with. Um, yeah, I, I could imagine him going elsewhere with possibly a playoff team that could utilize him in the bench. Uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, if if he is willing to come back, I wouldn't mind him as yeah that locker room presence. Okay, um, next one, Hassan Whiteside. He is unrestricted. Yeah, yeah, he could go. <laughs> he could definitely go. 
You don't even want him as like a third unit big? No. I'm pretty sure if we could find one in the second round, if anything, <laughs> to like, develop. But Hassan... God damn, that's a, that's a bit rough. Okay, Jesus. I mean, I mean <laughs> it seems like he's happy in the bench for the time he hasn't played, you know, which is it felt like two months ago, but if, I think it's really only a month. But yeah, I don't, I can't, I can't see him staying with us unless he's the third unit, like I said, in a very, very small contract. I think he's going to end up getting a small contract. I mean, he came to sack this year on a minimum. I don't think he's getting anything better than that anywhere else. And honestly, if, if Lucas just keeps him to under 10 minutes a game, I'll be okay with him coming back. Uh, I would say probably seven minutes at most. Seven minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, as I said, Hassan, as soon as he plays more than like 12 minutes, the, the drop-off in production just falls off a cliff. And Yes, it was very frustrating to watch him this game but, or this year. So, I, I mean, I'm okay with, again, I'm okay with them bringing him back on a minimum. And, like, if he just doesn't play that many minutes, fine. Like, that that's perfectly fine. I just don't want him to play extended minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, next guy, Terrence Davis. Uh, he is restricted, so meaning that he can sign like an offer sheet with another team, and the Kings can choose whether or not they want to match it. So, do you think he will be back? I guess depending on the right price. What, uh, what's it? What is his contract as of right now? His contract right now is one million dollars. And I assume this is just a, a weird gut feeling. I feel like he's gonna get at least five million somewhere. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. He might get a little more. Uh, thinking about some teams, but if we could bring him back for five million, I, I would probably do. I definitely do it. Okay. Um. I mean, I think I think we should bring him back just in case. Like honestly, he's a pretty he's a pretty good budget version of what Buddy does. But he's nowhere near a good a shooter as Buddy, but he's literally better everywhere else. Like if you can somehow find a way to move off of like Buddy Heald, you have a pretty good replacement guy in Terrence Davis right there. So like there is a bit of a kind of a logjam right now in terms of guards, but like I feel like Terrence Davis is a guy you kind of just need just to be on the team. Like that kind that you know spark plug off the bench who can help you on defense and help you on offense, mm-hmm. and. uh yeah, I don't, I don't see it being a bad thing if he comes back. Nope, I don't see anything bad either. Okay, well, these two are the next uh, very interesting ones. Uh, first one, we'll go with Cal Guy. He's a restricted free agent. <sighs> Sadly, I think uh, I can't see too much of a future with him in the Kings due to you know his size and. I doubt we're gonna find him that many minutes for uh for being a third unit guy as well. Yeah, it's un- he's actually listed as a shooting guard, which is hilarious. Um, oh, really? Uh, I yeah, I don't I don't see much of a huge uh, um you know a future where he plays a lot of minutes. Maybe one once in a while he'll play like you know maybe ten plus minutes, but that's about it. Again, he for now, at least right now he's just not good enough to really demand really demand that Luke play him any more than what he's being played. He's just 
again, he's just small, and his skill set just currently just isn't where it needs to be in order to be an NBA guard. Like, it just isn't enough to make up for it. Yeah, unless he, like, really improves his offseason, like, you know, work on his handle, work on his shooting, work on his, like, you know, just being a disruptive defender. I don't know how he would become one, but, like, you know, there is a role for him. I can see if he improves, but as it stands, yeah, I don't see much he can do, like, other than, you know, play spot minutes every every few games. Like, yeah, that's my take on him. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see him back. Like I doubt he'll be, I doubt he'll be, you know, getting anything more than the minimum anywhere else. So unless maybe Indiana wants to throw something at him because he's white. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, the next guy, uh, Louis King. He's a restricted free agent, and uh, we just signed him to a two-way. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not sure how that works, but he is restricted. So what do you think? Yeah, I say we we should sign him probably in between the two to five mil range uh, for, I don't know, I don't know how con- uh, the contract's going to work, but probably like put incentives kind of like how uh, we did with Jemias or Justin or I forgot who else we we made Matthew. a contract for. Matthew, there we go, with incentives, like kind of like that and Damian Jones. Yeah, I I really liked what I see from him. Like, you know, in these past two games, like, he's got a good handle. He's, a you know, a wing. Like, he's 6'8", with, you know, a 7-foot wingspan. Like, these are the kinds of guys Monty loves. And I, I don't – I see him coming back no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, his salary is not going to be a big number because he's a two-way player. And, like, he provides a, a lot of what I feel the Kings need. He actually got a technical foul um, this game against the Jazz. And, like – you know, that that's the kind of, like, it shows a little bit of dog in him. Like, you know, a, finally a guy that's willing to kind of, like, you know, talk to, you know, talk shit to the other team, kind of get into it. And, yeah, we need that level of just attitude and energy from somebody. Hopefully he's able to pay the fine, because uh, these fines ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that basically covers it all for these guys. We'll probably, or for the, you know, the free agents uh, in this upcoming offseason, We'll probably have another podcast along the way to who we think will be stay on the team. Like, you know, we've talked about it all year. Like, I'm I'm pretty like I'm pretty re- I'm ready to move on from Buddy Marvin. I'm still very intrigued, but like, if he moves on, he moves on. Harrison, I'm much less enthused about, but like, you know, if he, for the right price, I'm willing to part ways with him. Like, the, we'll probably have another episode like going over those. Um, this upcoming off season and yeah, so so far we'll have to see what happens, you know, during you know, free agency. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm gonna predict that half of this team is gonna not be the same. Let's just say that. Oh, uh, yeah, I actually think a lot of this team is gonna return. And as I said, like as much as I want to move on from Buddy, I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Harrison Barnes, maybe. Marvin Bagley, it, like, you know, Marvin Bagley, Marvin's a bit more complicated because there's a lot of untapped potential in there, and I don't know if you want to give up on that, especially if it, you're not going to salary dump him. You're not going to trade him for pennies, especially. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think he's going to move because, like, it's too much potential to be giving up on, you know, this early on to his career. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the offseason. We'll probably go into detail about what we think, and... uh 
yeah, uh, as for now, it's the end of the season. This roller coaster, this dumpster fire of a season. <laughs> like, you know, it was a rough season to go through. Like, we basically watched every game. I missed one, one very specific game and another, and I missed a Mavericks game, which I was very sad about. But, like, yeah, we basically watched every single game. Basically. I feel like I watch a lot less games than you know. Probably, let's see, I'd say at least 60-somewhat games, yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it's the first time I've ever actually legitimately watched all Kings games, like, from start to finish. These are not, like, me, um, for, for the most part, at least the ones in my control, under my control. There are sometimes I can't watch the beginning of the game, sometimes I can't watch the end of the game, but I do did try to make an effort to watch every single minute of the Kings uh, games, and, yes, there were a lot of ups, and there were a lot of downs, and, uh, unfortunately, a lot more downs than there were ups this season. Hopefully by next year is a different uh, situation. Yeah, we'll see. When when does the next season start actually? Uh, the next, I don't think they've released the schedule yet. They just released like you know the draft and all that stuff. So I think they'll come up with it soon. I come wonder, out with it soon. I wonder if they'll start in like the normal times that they used to do. Uh, that was the plan. Uh, I don't know if they're going to stick to it because th- that was the reason why they started early this year, quote unquote early, like in December, like two weeks after the finals, basically. So Yeah. <laughs> so I assume they're going to stick with that plan. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll see you then. Okay, well, thank you guys for sticking with us through this season. Uh, again, it's been a roller coaster of a season, and thank you for sticking with us. And hopefully we get to, you know, grow even more next year. Hopefully we're going to cover some damn good a playoff team. A damn good pl- team next year. I'm better than this one, and hopefully we're a playoff team by next year. Oh, yeah. Huh. What are you thinking of the next episode for now? Uh, as for the next episode, we're probably going to go through the best wins and the best losses of the Kings. And uh, as for the schedule, I have to figure that out. I'm thinking maybe two two episodes a week, or possibly just even one, just because honestly, not there are stuff to cover in the off season, but they come in spurts, and we're gonna run out of content if we do two a day or two a week. So probably gonna end up being one a week, but you know, if we do come out with two a week, well, enjoy it. Oh, okay then. Well, I guess we'll see you guys whenever. <laughs> All right, see you guys on the next episode. We'll hopefully be coming out with one at some point next week.